2: I know I'd go from rags to riches,
3: if you would only say you care. Hello, and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese film, Goodfellas, one transfixing, hypnotizing minute at a time. I'm Ron Richards, and I'm here with Connor Kilpatrick. Hello. And Josh Flanagan.
1: What? What? Yeah. Yeah.
3: And joining okay. us is our special guest for this week, uh, our resident independent filmmaker Henry Hank Nasserbach. How you doing Henry? Henry. Henry? Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for jo- Thanks for joining us again. Uh, this minute starts with uh, Tommy's girlfriend defending her case for dating Sammy Davis Jr.. And uh, it ends with everyone hypnotized by Jerry Vale. For a long oh, a time. Voice. For a very long time.
1: <laughs> this will be a challenge. So let's <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you at home. <laughs> this is gonna be a challenge.
3: So let, let let's uh, let's revisit the uh the, the, the subtle racism of the Sammy Davis Jr. Subtle. conversation.
1: Subtle.
0: <laughs> In fact, my first note is wait a minute, I think these guys are racists. <laughs>
3: So so in, this is the moment that Josh has been waiting for where in reaction to the conversation we get some ridiculous Frankie carbone mumbling a string of Frankie <laughs> carbone nonsense which it's it's, it's, gonna, a, it's, it's a, it, it starts happens. in Itali- it starts in English then goes to Italian and comes back to English
1: but I don't know what he said I have no idea what he said Mingya <laughs> which means what does that mean like uh, oh that <laughs> it's like that I I, I know the, the feeling of it then it comes back to personality at the end. Personality. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like is that no one no one responds to it. Like no. I don't, like, I don't know that he exists.
0: As we watch this movie,
1: as we watch this movie, I want to see if anybody else actually <laughs> responds to him. Maybe he's like Bruce Willis. No, he's like he, he's like the rabbit in the Jimmy Stewart movie.
2: Harvey.
3: Harvey, yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's
2: my
3: favorite.
1: Uh, His his voice is just, it's like gravel on sandpaper, uh, and there's no no clear lines between sounds or words. It's really perfect. It really, really is good. It really is. Yeah. So Uh. let's get to Tommy's life lessons on how to comport oneself and racial harmony. (laughs) No, no. We understand what you're saying. It's just that sometimes you want to watch how, what you're saying. He's telling her how to be <laughs> because of all the people in the film. The entire yeah. film is film full of killers and nutbags. He's the guy you should listen to. Well, you just don't want anyone getting the wrong idea. That's yeah. all. Also, That's in, all. In,
2: it, it, only in this context is what she says inappropriate. Well, it's – Like it, she's it, the one who brings oh,
1: up <laughs> interracial – She's surrounded by
2: – And these yeah. guys treat it like, whoa, she just dropped a bomb on us. You know, like – she just said the most inappropriate thing.
1: Well it's nineteen seventy. I, I mean I would go ahead and say that these men would be uncomfortable on social media today.
2: <laughs> oh God. Do you think do you think uh, if the mafia exists, which it doesn't, do you think those
1: guys are on social media? No. No. Only the really bad ones. Yeah, exactly. The idiots are. That's about it. <laughs> Jimmy the terrible mobster. <laughs>
0: I just find it ironic that you know earlier in the movie we we had a very enlightened Tommy who was concerned about prejudice against Italians, yes, <laughs> and uh, you think well this is a, this is a guy of the new century, he's a modern man, no, in fact he's not well, at
3: least we know he's wrong. <laughs> I don't know what else to say i mean
2: <laughs> i I like how it goes from a wide shot after the mumbling into a two shot of these two, which means that the rest of the Group has moved on to a different conversation, and Tommy won't let it go. and it's moved into a private conversation, yeah,
1: well, he yeah. i i I think it's really interesting. I was gonna say I like what he says, and that's not right. <laughs> but what I mean is I, I enjoy <laughs> what the character does here and and how wrong headed he is in, and which is indicative of of the time, but like like extremely huge like he he's trying to what he does is he tell her he tells her what she meant when it wasn't what she meant. Why don't you just leave it alone? I understand what you said. The guy's talented. She did not say that. Right. That's not what she was saying at all, but he has, he has warped it into what it is that he wants to believe. Well, no, but that, that was, that, that, she did say that. Yeah. 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 That too. yeah. I mean, she was saying he, she could see why a girl would
3: fall for him because he's so talented.
0: Yes, and his personality. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but I think, what I think is that interesting, though, about the, the, about the postscript is that while he's explaining it to her, she is not making eye contact. Which makes me think that he is she, not... she's
1: done with this conversation. She's
3: done with this conversation, and he is not going to have a good rest of his night.
1: Neither is she. <laughs> yeah, I think she's worried about being killed at this point. <laughs> no, they don't know. They she's don't also know. in the
2: middle of the entire table. You yeah,
1: know, there's three people on the right, three people on the left.
2: Not yeah. there.
1: Yeah. Not at that moment. But yeah, her her things. Are... Does she stay? Does does she show up again?
0: No. No. Well, there you go. Well, he's already he's already, about... he's already none around. of his women are. None he's going to wake up
1: tomorrow, and he's going to he's going to he's going to settle down again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's got he's, he's got his neck and hole issues. He's got his, and he's got his mother. He he no, wants her. Right. <laughs>
0: she
3: uh, has a
1: very small neck.
3: So that finishes up, and then we get a wide shot of the Copacabana. Oh as, my God! As the entire nightclub is hypnotized by the vocal stylings
0: of one Mister Jerry Vale. Before we get into him, this is a, a shot that Scorsese loves, especially here at the Copa. It's very similar to the last shot we had. Yep. Who was that singing? I forgot Bobby I forgot. Vinton. Bobby Vinton. Very similar, over the shoulder. Kind of looks... I mean, we eventually got more of him, but it kind of looks like him from the back. You don't necessarily need a guy who's exactly like him, but... But in this case, it is Jerry Vale. Right. (laughs) Which is funny, (laughs) they don't show him, which is even funnier. Who would
1: have looked younger by... Well, I guess only 20 years.
3: Yeah, no, I, I, I think yeah, I think he looked uh, is uh, yeah, but maybe I, I I yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I think they had a, the 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 idea is that it's less that it's actually is Jerry Vale and more that the feeling that it's Jerry Vale. Yes.
0: I know? was
1: going to say I was going to say but this would have been 40 years later and then I realized oh, it was only shot 20 years later. So that you can get yeah. away with that. Yeah, exactly.
3: But plus also it's a very soft shot with the we we as we pan the spotlight goes right into the lens and it becomes, you know, kind of like, almost like angelic. You know, like it, it just—it it mm-hmm. definitely gives like this moment of of reverence for
1: the vocal stylings of Mr. Jerry Vale. And I think—I mean—he does that all through the through the film, and I feel like that's that's us actually seeing Scorsese's point of view. Like that's how he thinks of these guys and this stuff in my mind. Okay. Or not in your mind. <laughs> in Josh's mind.
3: <laughs> so let's talk about Jerry Vale. Connor, do you have anything on Jerry Vale, or do you want me to? Do take you have it? like
1: ten minutes on Jerry Vale because. <laughs>
3: Well, well the, the the song here is Pretend You Don't See Her by Jerry Vale. And it, and that was released in 1957 and, and it wasn't a hit. It reached 52 on the charts. That's about it. But Jerry Vale has always been a uh, a uh, a mainstay in the world of Italians uh, and pop music. Uh, he sings, you know, many many songs in Italian or with Italian themes, you know, like I Have But One Heart or Rivederci Roma or Inamorata or Valare, or Aldila.
2: Whoa! Wow.
3: Yeah, Jerry Vale is was very well-known and loved in the Italian-American community. And in fact... Well, before... Connor, do you, have, do you have anything on him, or I don't want to step on your toes. No, no, continue. Okay. Uh, in fact, Jerry Vale was loved so much so that uh, in the late 90s, uh, I went to see him with my parents at the uh, Westbury Music Fair on Long Island, which was a venue, and it was a... Uh, it, it was a concert of people performing doo-wop songs or whatever, and the, and the, and the headliner was Jerry Vale, and uh, everyone sat in the room similar to this, just transfixed, watching him sing.
2: Did Wait. he sing this song?
1: Yes, he did. Wait, so peak hardcore Ron <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> went to <laughs> see Jerry Vale with his parents <laughs> yeah. in Long Island. Hold on, let me, let me picture this. Is, this. is this pre or post-Mullet? post, mullet? post. Okay. Or during, Okay. Mid-mullet. No. Post. No. The mullet left in
3: in tenth tenth or eleventh grade. The mullet yeah. left you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. The mullet was gone by the time I got to college. I should hope so. Yeah. But you didn't specify. You just said the nineties. No. No. I said late nineties. Late nineties. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. What
3: did you think? Uh, it was great. It was fantastic. I mean, part of the reason why I mean, part of the reason why I went was because of my love of the movie of this movie. So uh, you know, it was it was a good it was a good show. It was. Enjoyable.
1: Did you bosh? Did no, you, <laughs> no. We that's, we, we. that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> Did you turn to your dad and say, "I, I think, I think Sammy Davis is pretty talented." <laughs> <laughs> no, I could see why a girl would be attracted to him.
0: So uh, let's we're talking about this song. What's us say the name of the song again, Ron. Pretend you don't see her. Okay, so in the song he references his heart many times. Yes. And the fun fact of this episode is that. Between 1970 and 19- 2005, that's basically when this movie takes place, 10 years ago, the average life expectancy raised 6.6 6 years on average because of uh, a major reduction in cardiovascular disease. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a downer. What do you mean downer? Oh, no, it's, an, it's upper. an upper. I'm sorry. It's
3: an upper. Yeah, there you go. It was just very serious, that's all. Uh- <laughs> he, was very, he was
1: very sad that the people from this era didn't
3: learn that. Yep. Well, I, I have a fun fact about the song as well, too, Connor. The title of the song, Pretend You Don't See Her, is also the title of a 1997 novel by Mary Higgins Clark. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the, so- the book is inspired by the song. She heard the song and immediately had the idea of a woman and, and the story all laid it out to her. And that's what the Pretend You Don't See Her novel is. And maybe your mother reads Mary Higgins Clark's novels because that's the kind of novel it is. Well,
1: those like paperbacks, you know. So last week I had <laughs> Donovan's Aquarius in my head for a week. Do, I think, do we think that's going to happen again with this song?
3: No. Easy. I've had it in my head for two days, yeah. Okay.
1: All right.
3: I think not.
0: It sounds catchy.
1: I can't think of the Aquarius song now, so I think it did something. It lodged, dislodged it, but I don't Knocked know if it loose. will take that place. This one song a week thing makes easy work.
0: <laughs> I know that much. So we spend the rest of the minute as we luxuriate in this song, basically. And luxuriate, oh, and we, oh. we start with the close-up, and Frankie Carbone
1: is just transfixed. I have. That's my, that's my only other note. Actually, His I'm eyes gonna, are almost fully open. Yeah. <laughs> I could look at Frankie Carbone watching Jerry Vale forever. <laughs> like, I want to know what he's thinking. Well, I want to know what the actor is what thinking. What is he feeling? I also want to know what the character is feeling. Right. It's a, there's a whole world of things. I have a Jerry Vale note that I wanted to add that I, I forgot on that. Okay. He appeared in one other film. Do you know what that film was? No. Casino. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Really uh, great this day, like Marty. That's a, that's a couldn't common get note enough
3: for
2: this podcast.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> uh, and he passed away in May 2014 at 83. It's good life. Good guy. Good guy. He good uh, he he often, by the way, he frequently sang the Star Spangled Banner at Yankee Stadium. Connor, hmm. so, you, so you could have seen I, him as well too. I, I bet
1: worried. that Frankie Carbone is playing the life of Jerry Vale in his head from beginning to end. <laughs>
3: no, I, I think what you're seeing here is really sincere, but reaction from Frank Severo here, seeing Jerry Vale, one of his childhood idols, performing in front of him. He's like, wow, I get to work and see Jerry Vale? And he's like, he's, you almost see him trying to hold back a tear.
1: Well, yeah, but what he actually was thinking was, <laughs> I'll do that. He's also not actually watching him. He's looking at a grip <laughs> on a
2: stage. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. Yeah, but there's they, no way Jerry Vale's off camera. But so
1: the, the most he's watching him lip sync. At right.
3: the most. So as it pans, then we see Tommy whose eyes dart to something, and I want to know what he saw. Like he's looking at Jerry Vale, but then his eyes dart down into the left and I want to know what he was looking at. for Sammy Davis.
0: Yeah.
1: He's, he's looking for black men <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's, that is, that is, He would actually take his rage out on some random black person. that's exactly what this character would do.
1: Yeah, good point.
2: All right. so then then we get to Tommy and his girlfriend and then the minute ends. any other notes for this minute? I was just going to say how uh, stunning it is that yeah I mean use you use the word hypnotic and that's entirely true in the first uh, pan and when we go behind jury veil vale, not only are all the uh, guests. In the restaurant, not moving and not no. talking, but the entire waitstaff and the busboys—yes, yes. well, it's the no show? No one, like they, they stop. Are you telling me there's not one fucking empty glass that needs to get picked up? They ignore no. it and they're watching Jerry Vale. It's
3: the show, but, you know. They,
2: they get to work at the Copa.
3: Yeah, it's it's the performer. You got to show respect for the performer. They're all here to see Jerry Vale.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You
3: know? Listen, it's Jerry Vale. You know, let's be real here. Listen, I'm only I'm only person here who's seen Jerry Vale. Connor might have, but I saw him. <laughs> What does that
2: qualify you for here?
3: (laughs) I'm telling you, it's mesmerizing.
1: (laughs) The man can sing in Italian like no other man. Or maybe like an Italian. (laughs) I assume there are people in Italy who sing quite well. Exclusively in in Italian. (laughs) Oh
0: man. Well, absolutely happens tomorrow. (laughs) It almost has to. I watched this minute and I was like, oof. Yeah, <laughs> something
1: will happen before the end of the no nope. this is the rest of the minute so my it ends with a slow quiet pan but that's actually the final 35 seconds yeah <laughs> all right
3: so that's gonna wrap it up for this minute tune in tomorrow for minute number 64 hank can you uh still join us or
1: yeah absolutely your, your schedule clear?
3: all right good uh until then uh, in the meantime, you can check us out on Twitter at GoodfellowsMin, and you can go over to Instagram or Facebook at Goodfellas Minute, and you can find all of our episodes at GoodfellowsMinute.com. Uh, and if you'd like to support the show, and we thank everyone who has stepped up and supported the show so far. We really appreciate it. You can go to GoodfellowsMinute.com slash support, where you can go to Patreon, and you can become a recurring patron of the show. And, and uh, those who step up get a, uh, at the at the $5 or higher level uh, get their own mob name, which will be bestowing, uh, we'll be opening the books for a new mob name on Friday so tune in for that uh, but you can also do all of your holiday shopping at Amazon just click on the link there on the support page and all and that gives us a little little bit of change our way and we appreciate it um, if you have any questions or any comments on this episode um, you can email us at contact at goodfellowsminute.com. and until then I'm going to go put my Jerry Vale CD on and mosh
1: <laughs> my heart CD
3: <laughs> or will I go from rags to return
0: my fate is up.